0: Praise the Lord, mightiest prophet of the Lord. Amen. Now, um, let us finish today's session. We have seen today very blessed people We have seen that the Lord is encouraging the church, is encouraging the present-day believer to be a wise builder, to build their salvation in a very, very wise way because of the time we are in And now I want to cover the last segment as to why Christ Jesus is the foundation that the Lord is talking about, why the Lord, the Messiah, Christ Jesus, my Lord, the Savior, is He the foundation that the Lord is encouraging the church to launch their salvation on. And we've seen that this entire conversation is really about the holiness of Christ. And it's really about the exacting law of the Lord, whereby when He says He is holy, so we should endeavor to be holy by the help of the Holy Spirit, whom He has released freely to us. We have to be holy because His law is incontestable. We have also seen that He is sovereign that the foundational teaching, the laying of the foundation of the, the, the salvation of the new believer, the Christian believer. And now I know many senior people also, many people who have been in church for many years are also beginning to relaunch their salvation onto this foundation. And we saw very clearly that that teaching is very critical because everything is being determined at that stage the longevity of your salvation, for how long you're going to be born again, is being determined as to how that foundation is being laid, whether it's being laid on the rock that is Christ Jesus, the Lord, the Holy Messiah, or no foundation at all. And that when you don't lay it well, no wonder they turn around, they backslide, they go around, morality, money, false gospel and everything they mix it up and do the world and that's why today we have had the great privilege of getting an insight into the mind of god into what the lord thinks about the church and we can see the heavenly emissary in this conversation that he has sent a heavenly you to the church to be able to redirect the course of the church to return the church onto the right path which is the highway of holiness and also to make the church understand that there are certain benchmarks about entry to heaven like Hebrews chapter 12:14 that will not be discussed they will not be renegotiated they will not be redrafted they stand forever that the lord is holy and those who are his are holy they have turned away from sin and so let us look at beloved people One scripture here, for example, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 24, 25, verses 24, 25, Proverbs chapter 10, this is what he says, Uh, 24, 25, and I'm reading King James now, Uh, he says, the fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him. But the desire of the righteous shall be granted. Verse 25, he says, As the wild wind passes, so is the wicked no more. But the righteous is an everlasting foundation. Let me read this again. Verse 25. As the wild wind passes, so is the wicked no more? Meaning they have no foundation. They have no. They don't. They are not. Wickedness is not founded on a solid foundation. It's all fallacy. It's all deception. It's all meant to to delude the beholder so that they are thrown into hell. Again, 25 he says, as the whirlwind passes, so is the wicked no more. But the righteous. ...is an everlasting foundation. Because we are part of that foundation, beloved people. And we have many other scriptures here. Isaiah 28, verse 16. I can only read one. And uh, many others. Isaiah 26, verse 4. We have First Peter, chapter 2, all the way... ...that you are being built into this wonderful stone. And here we also celebrate the cornerstone. Isaiah 28, 16... That you may understand the beauty of launching your salvation onto this cornerstone and the perils, the dangers, the consequences of having no foundation at all, being on the sand, as Matthew puts it. So, Isaiah 28:16, he says, if I get to 16, he says, So, this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who trusts will never be dismayed. And he goes on and on. Down there he goes and says, I will make justice the measuring line and righteousness the plumb line and on and on and how he will sweep out the decay and the lie, but those that shall be anchored on the cornerstone shall prevail forever and ever. And then there's Deuteronomy chapter 32. Let me read Deuteronomy 32, beloved people, before I explain some things to you. Deuteronomy 32, verses 14 to 16. This is what the Bible says. Verses 14 to 16. You say again Deuteronomy 14 to sixteen you say Okay and with curds and milk from the herd and flock and with fattened lambs and goats with choice rams of Basham and with, with the finest kernels of wheat. You drink the forming blood of the grapes. And then in King James, he says, that is 14, he says, from King James, he says, uh, Butter of kine and milk of sheep with fat of lambs and rams and of the breed of Basham and goats. With the fat of the kidneys, oh, sorry, with, with the fat of the with, yes, with the fat of the kidneys of wheat. here yeah, he calls it kidneys, not kind of, the kidneys of wheat. And thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. And let the amplified, amplified Saith butter and cuts of the herd and milk of the flock with fat of lambs and rams of the breed of Basham and e-gods with the finest of the wheat you drink wine of the blood of the grape. And then he goes on to say, if I start from NIV again, now verse 15, Jeshurun grew fat and kicked, filled with food, he became heavy and sleek. He abandoned the God who made him and rejected the rock, his savior. And then King James, he says, But Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxed and fat. Thou art grown thick. Thou art covered with fatness, and he forsook God, which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. And so I'm reading this because this is the condition of the church. This is the current condition of the church because they love the trappings, they love the trappings of the name, and then they grow sleek and fat. But they forget the rock. They forget the foundation of the rock and then they are no more like Jeshurun. But let me look at in this new segment now. Why is Jesus the only solid foundation the Lord is talking about here? We have already seen Second Timothy chapter two verses nineteen to twenty two. And now we have Matthew chapter twenty one verse forty two. I'm beginning this new segment to the final segment tonight. And as the Lord allows, I know beginning next week there will be no time, so I will not come on board. However, as the Lord allows, towards the end of the year, if I can come on board or in between, we will be able to have more discussions and conversations about the state of Christianity and how the Christian ought to redirect their costs so they may see eternity with Jehovah in heaven because we live in these tremendous days of correction, the days of reform, reformation within the Christian family, the days of repentance. Matthew 21 the book of Matthew chapter 21 verse 42 as I begin now to bring forth the reason Christ Jesus is the focus, the reason the Lord is directing us unto Christ Jesus as the foundation on which to launch. So Matthew 21, verse 42. This is what he says here. He says, Jesus said to them, Have you never read the scriptures? The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this. And it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, you you can read further on, Therefore I tell you, verse 43, Therefore I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to the people who will produce its fruit. And there's so much conversation there that can be shared in the fact that now he is this everlasting stone And without him, we cannot even produce the fruit of salvation. Why? Because there is no spiritual growth. No wonder the stunting of the church you see today. And many things you see within the fall in the body of Christ. The body of Christ today is in a crisis. It is as though the body of Christ is crying for a second deliverance, a second calvary. Why? Because the foundation of their Christian salvation was not... Well laid it was ne- They were never put down and told That look, God is holy So you, if you want to have a relationship with him You would rather be holy And walk holy the, the Holy Spirit is critical in your life Very critical Because only he can help navigate you Into a holy living In these evil days hmm? These things were not told So they thought the Lord was negotiable They thought the Lord was an elder brother that would understand. The Lord will understand my sin. The Lord does not understand sin. His law is exacting law. The book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 11, this is what he says. Acts, chapter 4, the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 7, uh, verse 11, rather. The book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 11. He says, he is the stone the builders rejected, and so forth, and so forth. Now John chapter 3 verse 18. John chapter 3 verse 18 begins our conversation. John 3 18 and then I'll go to John 3 36. John 3 18. Let's see what he says now. He says, John three eighteen. If I find it, I read it. He says, Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. So this is so powerful. The Lord is speaking very clearly to the church of Christ right now. He's saying... Jesus said that whoever loves me obeys my command and does my saying. Obeys my command. He places obedience at the center of that relationship. Obedience that you come to me, you hear my saying and do my saying. So he says, whosoever believeth him, believes him, and loves him, should do his saying. And now he says here that if you don't do his saying, you essentially don't believe him. You don't believe him. And he says, Whoever does not believe Christ Jesus the Lord will not see eternity. John three thirty six he says John three thirty six he says Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains in him. Again, center in Christ Jesus, and center in Christ Jesus as in we must believe him, in other words, hear his saying and do his commandments. I already read for you the battery of scriptures that spell out, they project out, the significance of obedience unto this foundation of the rock, where you hear his saying, you hear his word, and do his word, then you become the wise builder that builds their salvation on the foundation of the rock. If you don't, if you just hear, if you read on the book of Mark, the book of Luke, even Matthew 7, Luke chapter 6, 46 to 49, if you just hear his saying, and you don't obey, he's saying, he says, You are that church that says, Lord, 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 Lord. And he says, Why do you call me Lord Lord? And yet you don't obey. You don't do the things I command. So he plays obedience at the very core, the very center of the Christian faith, of the Christian profession. The faith we profess is actually centered around obedience, and I say. Christ the Messiah is the persona, is the height, the personification of the highest order of obedience because we obeyed the Father even to the point of laying down his life as sent on mission. John chapter 10, verse 9, also brings a very important message on why Christ Jesus is the corner, is the foundation stone we are talking about. He is the foundation stone. You need to lay your salvation on, but you tell me, No, but look, I am born again, I love Jesus. Hmm? I believe in Christ. He says, You the only those only those that do his command are the ones that believe him. Whosoever believes me will obey my command. You cannot take the one half of it and get away with it. He said, Oh no, but you see, I'm born again also. I love Christ. No. He says, loving him constitutes, is constituted by obeying his command, believing him. And he says, those that believe him, they obey his saying, and they do it. They listen and obey. John chapter 10, verse 9, beloved people, as we wind down, or we wind up, he says, John chapter 9, verse 10, John chapter 10, verse 9, This is what he says about Christ Jesus, the cornerstone. He says, again, John 10, verse 9, he says, I am the gate, whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. Again, back to Christ Jesus as the way to eternity. He's saying, obeying His command is the gateway to eternity. Laying our salvation on the foundation of the rock means laying our Christianity on the foundation of obedience. Why? Because we found out that foundation is righteousness. It is holiness. And it is not discussable. And if the Holy Spirit was sent to help you, His role, yes indeed, is to facilitate you observe those benchmarks of God. The book of Acts, chapter 2. Acts, chapter 2, verse 21, he says this. Again, Acts, chapter 2, verse 21. He says, And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Again, back to Jesus as the gateway to eternity. But Jesus himself is saying, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, when you don't obey my saying? So in other words, he's saying, whoever calls on my name, in other words, whoever obeys my saying, will find salvation. will be saved. The book of Acts chapter 10, verse 43. Acts chapter 10, verse 43, as we wind up or wind down, the book of Acts chapter 10, verse 43, he says this. If I find it, I read it. He says, 43. And all the prophets testified about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Again, back to Christ Jesus, that all the messengers, all the word, the oracles of God are focused on him. They are pointing to him that go to him. Only through him you find eternity. So why is the church saying, Lord, Lord, and they don't obey him? In other words, they are not with him. Because eventually God that says, Lord, Lord, I have a whole battery of scriptures here where it says to tell you the truth, I do not know you. Lord, Lord, we did so many miracles in your name. We did wonderful works in your name. We baptized in your name. It says to tell you the truth, I know ye not. He only knows those who are His. Those who are obedient and turned away from sin. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm. And the Lord knows those who are His. And it's inscribed with the following inscription. It's engraved with the following inscription. The Lord knows those who are His. And everybody who names the name of the Lord must turn away from sin, must turn away from wickedness. Must turn away from evil. So, what is the church doing in that dominion of wickedness? Immorality, abortion, false prophets, falsehood, lies, name it. Must turn away from wickedness, from iniquity. The book of Acts, chapter 10, 43, we read, Acts, chapter 16, then, verse 31. Acts chapter 16 verse 31 this is what he says and he says they reply believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved you and your household and of course that does not mean that you can receive the Lord on behalf of your household not at all every single person has to confess Jesus as Lord but he's saying That Christ Jesus is the way to eternity. So, why is the Church of Christ of this day launching their salvation on another, not on the Messiah? Because if you launch on Christ Jesus, the Messiah, at this place we have seen, they turn away from sin. At this place we have seen, there is righteousness. At At this place we have seen, there is holiness. At this place we have seen, There is obedience to the words of Jesus. Romans chapter 5, beloved people, verse 10. Romans chapter 5, verse 10. How awesome on a Saturday evening as I wind down. Romans chapter 5, verse 10, it says, For if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his Son." How much more having been reconciled, shall we be saved through Christ Jesus through his life? Romans ten nine to five beloved people nine to ten sorry Romans ten nine to ten. same thing, focusing on Christ Jesus the Messiah, beloved people. Romans chapter ten verses nine to ten. And he says here again, and then I'll summarize for everyone at the end of it all, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 to 10. This is what he says. Romans 10, 9 to 10, he says the following. He says, this is verse 11, verse 9. And he says, 7, 8, and 9. He says, that if you confess with your mouth, again, that if you confess with your mouth, verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, You will be saved. You will be saved. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 to 14. John chapter 3, verses 14 to 16. John chapter 5, verse 24. Only a few can I read because of time. John chapter 3, beloved people, verses 14 to 16. John chapter three, fourteen to 16. Here we go now. And he says, verse 14, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. So it is well said now, beloved people. All this says that Christ Jesus is holy. And any other mixing of God, the holy salvation, mixing of the Lord's holy salvation with the world, is no foundation at all. That's what the Lord is saying here today. And we have seen so powerfully today that there is a solid foundation that is firm, that is immovable, that is solid, that is substantial and permanent, that stands sure, that is supported by the power of God Himself, that cannot be overthrown by the false doctrines of this hour, the false gospel, that is pure doctrine, that has pure revelation, that is the foundation for all our spiritual blessings. That is the doctrine of eternity. We have seen that this cornerstone, this foundation here, the foundation of the rock, the foundation that is Christ Jesus, that is where the present day wavering church needs to launch. She needs to launch into the deep of this foundation that she may not be swept by the whims of these deceptive gospel's and doctrines that have been peddled around by the agents of Satan. And he says, God knows his own. He says, God's own have no share in unrighteousness. They have no share in wickedness. They have no share in evil. That's what he says here. Beloved people, may the Lord bless your Sunday services in Australia. I know you've begun and all over the world shalom, shalom, the Messiah is coming may you be a wise builder may you be that prudent and wise builder that builds their salvation on the solid the firm the immovable, the permanent the sure the God empowered God reinforced on that pure doctrine that foundation that is unshakable May you launch on that foundation as the Messiah comes, that when that day of the major shaking comes, you may not fall by the way, that you too may stand and enter the eternal kingdom of glory. I have seen the foundation of the altar of the Lord. I have seen the foundation of God. Jehovah today on the 18th of November, he spoke with me about the foundation, the foundation in a dream at the foundation on which the present-day church needs to launch her salvation. And that is the message I've brought to you all through since we began today. And I'm praying and hoping, and I know that I'll try to squeeze in time so that we continue this conversation to continue purifying the lives of the present-day believers. But I say that when you launch on this foundation of the rock, then God is here, because this foundation is God himself. No wonder the present day modern church in Australia, wherever, Europe, USA God is not there that's why they are able to do many things and think they can get away with that wickedness that's why they run around with girls, their sexual sins, scandals, all over in the US, all over in Australia Europe, everywhere, that's why they can bring homosexuality into the church and think they can get away with it, if they had launched on this foundation of the rock, they would have been wiser for it. Wiser for it. They would have been well instructed by the Lord himself. They would have experienced spiritual growth. They would have gone through so much benefit experiencing spiritual growth. They would have also had a successful relationship with Jehovah. They would have had a successful relationship with the church, the body that is pure. They would have developed a greater understanding of God's truths. They would have applied God's biblical truths into their lives and there is no way homosexuality would have percolated, would have infiltrated, would have sunk into the church. I have seen the Messiah coming beloved. The store where the wheelchairs are is full. Even three days ago he showed me tremendous healing beyond expectation in this ministry. Tremendous it was unbelievable pouring of the healing of God. He showed me and he took me to the tree of life behind the throne room in heaven three days ago. There is unbelievable anointing of healing, the presence of God in this ministry, beloved people, for those that will listen. And the secret has today been unveiled here. The store at the ICM is full. The dead body has resurrected. We still don't have time to celebrate. We've never observed the national celebration. We've not yet had time to celebrate the biggest wonder in the history of the church, in the entire body of Christ, the resurrection of Mama Rosa, the dead decomposing, smelly dead body that was resurrected by the man of God, the mightiest prophet of the Lord, When he decreed and said, it is well. And the power of those words went hundreds and hundreds of kilometers and resurrected the dead body. We are still dealing with the collision of the neutral stars, the shaking of the universe, the shaking of the heavenly bodies. Look at how much there is here when outside is dry and desolate. But the secret has been revealed here that the church out there must now launch on the foundation of righteousness, the foundation of holiness, the foundation of obedience to the words of Jesus. I have seen the Messiah coming, beloved people. Prepare the way the Messiah is coming. I will try to come to you. It is very tempting. I know that I will try to come to you during lunch hour sessions, during the week whenever I get time. Because this is very nourishing to the church. Toda shalom 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 Adonai shalom Adonai. Amen.